so critically acclaimed. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Not So Critically Acclaimed podcast. I'm Laura, and this week we're going to be talking about the Netflix original series, You. So You is three seasons long that first premiered back in 2018 and is currently going on. Season three just dropped back in October, so I know I'm a little late. It was very popular back in October, but I'm hoping you guys still care and want to hear more about the show. So actually, I learned that you originally started on Lifetime, and then after season one, Netflix picked it up instead. And I'm going to talk a little bit about why that's funny in a little bit. Um, But like I said, the third season just dropped, so I'm excited to give you a little overview of the show if you haven't watched it yet. And then on Wednesday's episode, we're going to talk about the whole show, specifically season three, but we'll also touch on the previous seasons. So my experience with you is that I think I had heard about the show a little after it first premiered, and I remember being so annoyed that people called it a Netflix series because I knew it was on Lifetime or, you know, some other network. I thought maybe OWN or, which I don't know why it would be on OWN, but I thought it was on one, like a network television. I knew it wasn't on Netflix. And, you know, you would just watch it on Netflix. And you guys know my number one pet peeve is when people say like, oh, I love this show, like Netflix show. This is my favorite Netflix show. And it's like not a Netflix original series. It's just a show that you can watch on Netflix. But then sure enough, a little bit later, I found out that Netflix actually picked up the series. So in a way, I was wrong, um, but I was partially wrong only. So just saying. But anyway, I didn't know much about the show other than that Penn Badgley from Gossip Girl and Shay Mitchell from Pretty Little Liars were in it. And like the main character was supposedly this stalker creep, but he comes off a little bit likable and people were like rooting for him a little bit in the beginning. Like I specifically remember this controversy on Twitter where the stars were concerned that the audience was get wasn't getting the right understanding of the show. Um, I don't know though. I didn't really have too much interest in the show. And then last summer, like August time, I think I finally decided to watch it just to see what the hype was all about if I'm being honest I didn't totally love it like I feel I feel like the story is definitely crazy and interesting but the episodes are much longer than they need to be I will say though this last season season three has been my favorite and I'm going to talk about why I think that might be in part two of this week's podcast episode but overall with seasons one and two I kind of felt like I was just watching for the shock value to see like oh, who's going to get killed next, what's going to happen next, and just kind of like pushing through, whereas I was more invested in season three. So let's talk about the cast. So like I said, Penn Badgley plays the lead. He plays Joe Goldberg. Obviously, you know him from Gossip Girl, Easy A, John Tucker Must Die, a bunch of things like that. Then we have Elizabeth Lale, who plays Guinevere Beck, or just Beck. Um, and you might know her from Once Upon a Time. She played Anna. And honestly, she did the best job, I think, out of all the cast in mirroring the characteristics of her character. Like, literally, you all know Anna from, like, Frozen in how she's very, like, all over the place, just says everything that comes with her mind. Into her mind, she kind of has, like, a one-track mind in that it's just, like, an endless flow of conversation and like stream of consciousness and that's she just did a fantastic job 
Um, she was also in the show Dead of Summer on Freeform, which I never watched, but she was. Apparently, she has a recurring role in the Gossip Girl reboot, which is funny because, you know, Penn Badgley was obviously in the original, um, but I've only seen the first episode of the Gossip Girl reboot, so I don't know who she plays yet, um, but she is also in the current show on NBC, Ordinary Joe, that I've been watching, and so that's kind of been fun to see her in like a normal role as opposed to in this show. Uh, then, of course, like I mentioned earlier, Shay Mitchell is in it. She she plays Peach Salinger. You all know her from Pretty Little Liars, the movie Mother's Day, or the Hulu series Dollface. Um, John Stamos is in this. Uh, he plays Dr. Nikki. So you know him from General Hospital, Full House, Fuller House, ER, Grandfathered, Scream Queens, you know, all that. So I will say, though, I'll get into this a little bit later, but you the show is kind of a unique show because it's sort of like an anthology series, but not entirely. And if you don't know what an anthology series is, that basically means that season one and season two and season three or whatever, all the seasons are like their own unique shows. It's almost like a limited series in and of itself. And usually the story has nothing to do with one another. Usually it's like a completely different cast, completely different setting, different storylines entirely um, and it's just all branched under the same show because the concepts are similar but again it's completely different characters actors storylines and whatever and so you has that to an extent in that there are different characters each season and there are different settings but there is overlap but it's not enough overlap in my opinion that it's like its own like its own normal show like I'll explain a little bit more but my point with bringing that up is like Elizabeth Lale, Shay Mitchell and John Stamos are only in season one then season two brings us Victoria Pedretti who plays Love Quinn you know her from The Haunting of Hill House, The Haunting of Bly Manor, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood also in season two brings us Jenna Ortega, who you know from Iron Man 3, The Babysitter, Killer Queen, Yes Day, Jane the Virgin, which honestly, I did not realize she played young Jane in Jane the Virgin because I watched, like I said, season one and two of you last year in summer of 2020. Um, and I watched Jane the Virgin like several years ago. I think it was 2017 the the um, winter of 2017 or 2018 maybe um and then I watched it like continued live but I watched it at the end of 2020 as a rewatch with my mom who had never seen it and so that was after I watched you so I was like oh it's Jenna Ortega like okay wow um but anyway she was also in Stuck in the Middle which is a Disney Channel show so that's I think where most people know her from I did not watch that show because it was after my time on Disney um, she also voices one of the main characters in Elena of Avalor, and she's starring in the upcoming Adams Family series on Netflix called Wednesday, where she plays Wednesday. So that's exciting for her. So that's um, season two main people. We also have though Chris D'Elia, who plays Henderson. Um, he's of course a well-known comedian. He's had a few roles in like The Good Doctor, Alone Together, Undateable, Huge in France, and so he is in season two. 
um, and that's where they're capped at. And then for season three, the three main additions are um, Dylan Arnold, or at least the three main additions who you would recognize are Dylan Arnold, who plays Theo Angler. Um, I first saw him in Nashville. He's also been in the movies The Purge and Halloween um, and Halloween Kills, which I can't remember if it came out yet or not. And he's been in the after movie, so just after and after we collided. And he played Tessa's boyfriend, who everyone hated, like he was so annoying. And it's so funny how with guys, literally just get a haircut and you can change your image so much because everyone thought he was, I mean, it was also his character in After. Everyone thought he was so annoying and just like, not cute at all and just really annoying. And he had this like long hair and then come to um you and he cut his hair and he's playing more of this like cocky like college student and he's so much more attractive and I think there's even rumors that him and Victoria Pedretti who uh plays love are dating in real life um I mean it's kind of funny because I mean season three is with when this happened and she's playing like an older character than his character but in real life he's older than her um but I would totally be on board with them dating in real life but I just think that's funny so if you see you if you watch you like and you're like oh no I hated him and after like no trust me he changes also in season three is Scott Speed Speedman who plays Matthew Angler he was in um, the show Felicity which you know I've been trying to get back into and watch more of The Vow, Animal Kingdom, and most recently has now been up to series regular on Grey's Anatomy. He plays the um, transplant surgeon who who Meredith is kind of like dating now in Minnesota. Um, Spoiler alert, sorry if you hadn't watched Grey's Anatomy, if you're not caught up. Um, And lastly, my personal favorite is Scott Michael Foster, who plays Ryan Goodwin in season three. I know him as Cappy from Greek, one of my all-time favorite shows ever. He was also in Chasing Life, Once Upon a Time. Funnily enough, he was on Once Upon a Time with Elizabeth Lale because Elizabeth Lale played Anna and Scott Michael Foster played Kristoff. So they, of course, worked together on Once Upon a Time. But Elizabeth Lale was in season one of You and Scott Michael Foster is in season three. So they never over- overlap in this show. Um, And the last thing you would know him from would be Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which my cousin has been begging me to watch, but I literally have so many shows on my to-watch list that it's nearly impossible to please everyone, Um, but I'm trying at some point. Okay, so that is the cast, pretty well-rounded in recognizable people, like that show, this show does a really good job of having a lot of standout people. Um, So now let's talk about the plot and what the show is all about. So kind of a short description just because like there's not much to set up because it is a bit of an anthology series like I said and I don't want to give too much away for what happens in each season and also like again it's just so crazy and so much of the joy of the show is the shock value like I said before so I don't want to take any of that away from you. So you revolves around this guy named Joe Goldberg, who straight up is a stalker. He chooses specific women and becomes obsessed with them in every way. He learns everything about her from doing the most in-depth dive in her social media to following her around in real life to like learn her routines and anything like this to just know everything about her. And so at the start of the show, Joe is working at a bookstore in New York City, and he has chosen Guinevere Beck to be his latest obsession. And so Beck is a grad student 
aspiring to be a writer. So naturally, uh, they have their love for books and literature in common. And Joe kind of weasels his way into Beck's life and they start dating. But obviously, Beck has no idea about Joe's ways. So the show is all about their relationship, learning about Joe's past, why he is the way he is, and how all of that unfolds and relates to Beck, at least, you know, in season one. I will say the show is very mature, both in like direct content being explicit and also in the concept of the show. Like he's literally a psycho stalker. There's murder. Um, A lot of like psychological traumatizing things happen in the show. Um, So just keep that in mind when deciding to watch it. And like I said, It is somewhat of an anthology series in that each season Joe is in a new setting and new characters and stories come about, Um, but the show doesn't completely abandon the elements from the previous season. But I like to frame it a little bit like an anthology series, like I said earlier, because I don't think that the seasons pick up enough from where they left off to just be like a normal serial drama show, you know, like there's clear changes from season one to two. And it's honestly like easy then to kind of um, distinguish one season from the next. Um, So I will say the show's not creepy. It can just be a little unsettling, very intense, a lot of murder and mystery, but also humor in a way. Like Joe narrates a lot, um, like just saying, oh, hello, you, and like all these creepy things. So just keep that in mind. And I think it adds to the... Like the fact that there's mur- this show is literally about murder and stalking, stalking people like the humor kind of um, balances it in a sense almost. And the funniest thing that someone actually pointed out to me, which um, I discussed like or I made a TikTok video about it because you guys know um, if you're not already following me, do so at Not So Critically Acclaimed both on TikTok and Instagram. But um, I do a series called foreshadowing where basically I show clips of an actor in a series that they say some kind of line or they do something that can almost like foresh- that almost foreshadowed what future acting job they would have. So for example, um, with Cody Christian, who played Mike, Aria's little brother in um, Pretty Little Liars. Um, her and him were like having a conversation in an episode of Pretty Little Liars, like season two or something, where um, uh, Lucy Hale's character, Arya, was saying something about calling him like, uh, or he was calling himself like a zombie. And she's like, oh, no, I see you more as like a cute werewolf. Fast forward a few years, Cody Christian is in Teen Wolf playing a werewolf. And obviously, like, it didn't actually like, you know, foreshadow it. That's not why it happened. But it's it's fun to see how they're and I've literally been able to do this like 20 times because it's really funny how amazing they were able to work out. And so one of them, though, is with Penn Badgley, where the series finale of Gossip Girl, the original Gossip Girl, um, when we learn spoiler alert, oh my god, spoiler alert, if you did not see the end of Gossip Girl, stop listening. But we learn that Dan was obviously Gossip Girl, and we learn about how it all started, and he talks about how he went to this party, and he was like, like, looking at Serena, and he's like, 
literally I was watching you like the voice over the narration of Penn Badgley talking about Serena and the whole gaze and everything it sounds exactly like his character in you and so I did that as like a little foreshadowing um and it's really creepy how spot on it is so I encourage you to like watch the first episode of you and then watch the series finale of Gossip Girl if you've seen Gossip Girl already you know how it ends just to see that little clip or you can find it in my TikTok in my little playlist um but wow okay sorry that was really ranting and I feel like I'm talking really quickly I just had a lot of coffee so sorry about that um but otherwise that is all about you so far. That's your little overview. So you can go watch the series. All three seasons are on Netflix. It has been renewed for season four. So you don't have to worry about um, the, a cliffhanger making you not want to watch it or anything like that. Um, and then make sure to tune back into my podcast on Wednesday where I'll be discussing the whole series, things I like, things I didn't like, general conversation about the show and its style, predictions for season four, and I'm going to have a very special guest joining me. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but otherwise, I'm Laura and thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Bye.